A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Matchball. Hello and welcome to the Matchball live stream from the Square Ball, straight out of Ellen Road, straight into the studio, just around the corner. Dan, Michael and Moscow with you here um, with our thoughts after the, the Leicester game. Um, give a quick heads up to Levi Solicitors, by the way. 10% off your legal fees if you uh, go through us, go through our landing page, levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the Square Ball. Um, live streaming on YouTube, as I said, for our TSB Plus subscribers, audio and video available afterwards and what do you reckon then full time um, with that game Leicester City I thought it was quite a good match wasn't it should have won yeah could have lost I don't know <laughs> it were a great game either either, either one of those um, yeah it was good it was good I enjoyed it a lot I could have watched another hour mm. of that I thought we, we grew into the game do you agree with that I think we um, it, it was nervous see that first half because it was quite even in the first half um, are I you alright there I think our new tactic of making sure Ilan Melier's awake at the start of every half is very exciting. Yeah. I think that gives uh, the match a much needed jolt that uh, it could otherwise lack. Mm. It's like kickstarting it, jumpstarting it. Are you, are you awake? We. Oui. <laughs> Here's an awkward ball. <laughs> yeah. That, we, that, that, we need to mention that Cooperism as well. Oof, that, that got the heart, heart rate There, are a, couple, there are a couple of Cooper moments, weren't there? Yeah. There was one in front of the... Um, the northeast corner in the first half where he, he tried taking it around a few people and then ended up just sort of rolling around and booting it out for a throw in. And then there was the, the bad one, which was at the far end. So I didn't get a, a brilliant view of it, but it looked like he just took far too long on the ball. It was a shot. What was? Cooper at Melier. Oh. It was, it was no, I'm, on, I'm on about the one where he let him in on the edge of the box. Oh, I don't even know what you mean. But the one where he, uh, that was... It probably goes down in the stats as a back pass, but I'd give it as a shot to Leicester. I will say this. Had we got like three or four more points on the board at this stage and then I'd watch that, I'd probably enjoyed it from start to finish because it wasn't the first half. It felt like an even contest. And as it went on, we just grew and grew and grew and grew into that. And I thought we should have won that based on the chances that were uh, that were in that game. Yeah, we should have won. They didn't. I mean, I know there was the, the disallowed goal, obviously, but we were the ones creating the chances, I thought, in the in the second half. It's just, we, it's just that James kept putting it over... Hey, 25, mil, 25 million quid does not get you a final ball, does it? I can completely see why we bought him on today, though. Because yeah. he, he did give us an option. Like we looked, Particularly in the first half, it felt like we constantly looked for him as an out ball over the top. And he mm. did cause them problems because I guess they defend quite high up. And like Soy and Chew and Evans are not the quickest. So having someone who can turn a defence is kind of is useful. It is. We, we did look for that tactic. It seemed to be, as that game went on, that's all that Leicester were looking to do. Was that, you know, that ball around the back for Vardy where he spins off the defender and comes round his blind mm. side looking to get it in behind um, behind the final centre-half. But 
I'm glad that we had more to our game because there's been games recently when it felt like we've only had that long out ball over the top and we didn't really know what to do. Because um, it, it felt like we had a midfield today. And I think all praise to Forshaw. I think he's probably my man of the match overall. Has, has Red Rizani retweeted himself yet? Uh, he might need to have a few more drinks yet first. Let him get a couple of shandies down his neck in the uh, in the executive He'll lounge. He'll be replying to tweets from six weeks ago like that. <laughs> told you. I did old bookmark, didn't I? <laughs> uh, what do you think of Forshaw? I would agree with man of the match. Yeah. I thought he was superb. I think there was, uh, I remember a while ago, was it, uh, which game were we really good? Was it Watford? Yeah. It might have been before that one. It was the West Ham game when Rodrigo played as a striker and kept dropping into midfield and kind of laying it off to Rafinha and running up front. Forshaw was doing that today, so Rodrigo could just stay up front. Yeah. And that helped a lot. And um, yeah, for somebody who, you know, you know even a few weeks ago when he had that muscle strain added on to all his other injuries and everyone's like, oh, let's just not bother. <laughs> um, I think it just proves that it was right to bother. And it's a great achievement. It sounds almost patronising to say, you know, great achievement, well done. But the level he played at was um, great. And against a good midfield as well, like Ndidi and... Tielemans and who was the other guy in there who was pretty good as well uh, I can't remember the French uh, yeah French sounding man <laughs> Is <laughs> but it, were, wow uh, that, that research they were all pretty Sumane the knowledge. that was the fella mm. they were all pretty good he made waves in midfield um, very good that is good um, they were all good in there and we matched him. I thought I deserved to be heckled for that pun, but yeah, oh, that's fine. All right. well, fair enough. Perfect. You could tell it meant a lot to um, to Forshaw as well because um, both uh, I think it was, was it half time or before the game came over to the east stand I think he must have had um, family or whatever in, in the box in the middle on the halfway line whatever suite that one is uh, it's the chairman suite whatever and um, he's sort of giving him a wave and a hello yeah, it's you know, confirmed like, his uh, photogenic child was uh, in the posh seats and has now witnessed him playing Premier League football certainly has and uh, and should be very pleased with what they saw though <laughs> I don't know if you're uh, if you're a very young kid at the end of the game going to say well I'll give you a six out of ten. But really, <laughs> there was a, that bit at the end where you were you had five Leicester players around you in your own penalty area, and you decided to just dwell on the ball and do a bit of breakdancing. What was that about, Dad? Yeah, that was a bit scary, wasn't it? It was fun. I just um, I know this is the wrong reaction when it comes to watching Leeds United, and people maybe don't appreciate why or how I do this. I burst out laughing at that point, <laughs> um, especially then because uh, Liam Cooper came running back and did a kind of sliding block. And I think it was Madison just took the ball around him and I, I started laughing even more. <laughs> the more dangerous it actually got, where it looked more like Leicester were actually going to score. Um, bless whoever it was that uh, just screwed the ball stupidly wide. It was a terrible mm. head, head in hands, wasn't it, Marlon? Yeah. No, it was. It was good fun. Um, I want to get this one out of the right, uh, out of the way now because we're going to end up talking about VAR because obviously it, it cost them a goal, which was offside, as we saw. By um, miles. Don't you think the worst thing about that game today was the ref? Yeah, he was a pillock. He was pretty annoying. Just, I mean, officious, I know they are officials, but it just felt like he was overly officious. And just, I don't know, in, in that sort of Premier league way that we've discovered that refs seem to just give everything at the slightest contact and referee based on reactions and stuff. And I thought he, well, you saw them actually towards the end of the first half, they started doing it, just starting to break it up a little bit, trying to slow the game down, make it a bit bitty. And I think he enabled them to do that by just blowing up for everything. Mm -hmm. I just thought... There's some stuff he should let go in both directions as well. Have we seen a replay of the the handball shout towards the end yet? Because mm, they definitely no. he definitely hit his hand. It was like he was sort of kind of defender was sliding across the box. Is that he, the Rafa one? He looked like he almost caught it. Yeah, I was back on the back row of the press box today, so the Lilliput television 
was, uh, if you want a little telly personal sponsorship, um, was back in play. And it would probably have been harsh to give it as a penalty, but he did, um, as he slid past it, kind of knock it up into the air with one hand mm. and then uh, block it with his other. My instinct was you can't do that when he yeah, did it. Yeah, it's I know, not. Uh, I don't believe he necessarily meant to mm. handle it, but you need to have some awareness of where your hands are if you're going to be sliding across the penalty box and, and using them to catch a football. Yeah, so it, it was a bit much, i put it that way. <laughs> it was... It was a little bit too much, but um, probably all right. The the bigger shouts might have, well, I don't know, because it, was, it wasn't really much in it either, but Calvin Phillips getting blocked off at two consecutive corners that both times being put on the ground in the first half, I think. Do you think he was looking for that or was it was it legit? Um, it was legit, particularly the second one, because legit it was to quit? Luckman who uh, knocked him over. And as soon as Calvin Phillips was on the, the ground, uh, Luckman was gone. He was like, um, because he knew he had to get away from the scene of the crime, and uh, but nothing was given, and I think that kind of then fed into Calvin's increasing annoyance when he couldn't breathe on a Leicester player without a free kick being given against him, mm. and yet he got uh, sort of gridiron blocked. I do feel we do we do suffer for not making a fuss about stuff. I mean, we did make a fuss, not enough. We didn't get much. We didn't get anything. <laughs> I feel like the one, um, I can only assume VAR was looking at it because it took so bloody long for him to resume the game, but the Vardy one in the first half, it was a, I think you're pretty sure I mean, it was outside, that, that was outside the box. It was outside the box anyway, but it felt like Vardy just talked to the ref enough. Yeah. So eventually it was like, all right, we'll check it. Uh, at that point, you're going to all right, you're going to all right. What are you doing? You're not the ref, get away. Like a maniac. Just, so, sorry, want, sorry to the people around me in the East Stand. I just wanted him to book him. Yeah. Just yeah. shut up. Yeah. We'll, check, we'll check it. I, want, I wanted the ref to scream at Vardy in the same voice that I was using to mm. scream at Vardy. I'm checking it. What do you want me to do? I'm checking it. Um, Bielsa's been emotional in the uh, in the post match. Is he resigning? Time. No comments. Is he are, sacked? No, none of those. No. Everybody else is up to it this weekend. I'm I'm waiting for him to go. Let's, I'm just going to make a note on my paper. Actually, Dean Smith, uh, Daniel. Yeah, it will be taken over. Fuck. And Watford have lost, haven't they? So that could be. Could be the Get end of the out. Excellent. Everybody else is sacking the managers. So I think, and it, even before this game started, there's this thing about him having a, Rogers having a verbal agreement with Scum. So it could be that by the end of the weekend, either Bielsa will be the only manager to learn a job, at which case he's got 19 clubs to pick from, hasn't mm-hmm. he? And then it's a big battle to keep hold of him, especially if Radrizzani, after hey, going mate. nuclear on the foreshore tweets, just says, he has another one. I you know what else I'm going to do? As it stands, Liverpool are losing, so they'll feel they're fully entitled to take whoever they want from wherever they want. So <laughs> Get Bielsa in as Klopp's assistant. Just returning to Bielsa and his, I think his totes emotional reaction to this, as the kids would say. Um, he's uh, heaping praise on Adam Forshaw, obviously. Uh, it's been a long road back. But I think he's told the players that it was, a, it was a beautiful game of football, which I think it actually, on reflection, it was, wasn't it? It was very entertaining, I have to say. It was um, maybe a bit lacking in final ball from us. Mm. We still Jack Harrison well, Daniel James Harrison actually the first half I was thinking oh he's, he's he looks a bit like he's back here he looked more like his old self and then he he did fall over in the last minute of the first half which is a standard sort of slip but then mm. the second half he was frustrating just, yeah. try, just running into trouble just that thing of taking that ponderous half second too long mm. and running into trouble or down a blind alley and um, same with Daniel James Daniel James he found himself as you said in loads of good positions, loads of opportunities, but um, that final ball, you're just willing him to connect with it properly or even shoot. When he mm. shot, that was rubbish as well. But <laughs> Yeah, Daniel James comes 
out of the alleys into daylight and then just blazes the ball into the stands. I don't know if he was distracted by seeing a scum hero in goal and he forgot who he was playing for and thought he didn't, he couldn't have to, he couldn't score past a Schmeichel. It's just not the thing to, to do. Um, and Harrison, yeah, that it was funny. The thing when he, he fell over at the end of the first half was then followed by him sprinting about 70 yards mm. to stop the ball going out for a throw in um, straight afterwards. And there's nothing wrong with the work he's doing and the things he's trying to do. What is letting him down a bit is he keeps making his life more difficult than it needs to be. And I could see that mostly in the second half because he's right in front of me in the, the West End. Um, and you think, just lay it off. Just lay it off. And then you think, no, because there's four players over my shoulder. If I turn, I could try and dribble through them all. Yeah, he kept doing and that, it will never yeah. work. Yeah. And even, you know, even if he was brilliantly in form, it wouldn't work. Um, and so you just think, just make it easy on yourself. Build your game back together. Just lay it off. Make a run. Um, what he was doing quite well and I guess it might come down to the final ball, and I guess it also comes down to the fact that Bamford isn't in the box, was um, when he wasn't trying to beat them all, he's just making a little angle and getting a cross in, and he's getting in a lot of crosses, I think with a a Bamford in the middle, mm. like a fox. We're um, still lacking in number nine. There were quite a few occasions where we had the ball wide and people were looking up and seeing there was no one there, so they were trying to have, have to cut back to the edge of yeah. the box and just having an option to actually cross to someone in the 18 yard box particularly late on when everyone was a bit a wee bit tired and they were just looking for the out ball um, mm. and Leicester I mean Leicester were just pumping it forward by then they were knackered by the looks of it and uh, you can see our legs were tiring there were some like tired decisions started to um, happen particularly in terms of defensive clearances when instead of trying to pick one another out it just go four shot going down go. with cramp disgraceful yeah. <laughs> get yourself fit but you know what I mean like when, when they're just trying to kick it away rather than looking for more finesse ball that's that's mm. nearby um, but then there was, there was an occasion where you know, Rafa picked it up on the right late on and was just looking for some sort of ball and ended up pinging it and it just went out into touch I think mm. it was um, yeah he's when, no good though is he that's the thing if he, sick if of him he had today. a decent passing I range mean, when, um, when he sent him for a hot dog today that was that absolutely was I just it is proper. Get, I can't remember stuff. which podcast we were we were talking about. It was Phil Hay, I think, when we were saying the nice thing with Rafinha is watching him humiliate other footballers in a way that yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Sorry, Moscow, you you weren't there for that, but he did it again today. Our special friend. It looked like it, it was obvious he was going to do it in a way as well. It felt like yeah. he was going. He might have said to him, "In a minute, I'm going to nutmeg you. I'm going to knock this through, and your there's going to be nothing you can do about it. You're going to end up on your ass. You're just going to accept it. Yeah. You're going to turn around and run after me because that's all you can do. Because if, if that was on the playground, you could almost imagine like coming back and laughing in, in Sancho's face. Being like, I told you. If you want a bit of uh, press box insight, I don't know if you've got a, an oh. insight bell. Look at, look at him trying to compete with Phil Hay now. But you know when... Okay. Um, so we've mentioned Phil, so he feels threatened. You know when he... Uh, <laughs> One of the proper journalists say something. Yeah. Rafinha forgot... But Phil's got a big telly. ...who was playing and he like crossed to the penalty area where there was nobody who went out of play. I don't know who it was. I didn't recognise the person, but I could see their laptop screen um, on the row in front of me, and they they switched to their notepad where they had all the the team written down, and they were obviously doing the player ratings. I don't know if that's all they were doing, but anyway, they uh, they changed him at that moment from a seven to a six. <laughs> that's very hard. Uh, it was a nice insight into the uh, um, what goes on, oh, like really? how the player right, ratings are done, just like. I think I'll just knock him down a point. You just start on a five, and when you do a good thing, you get one added on. When you do a bad thing, you get one taken off. He did fade a little in the second half, Mm. Rafinha. I thought he was absolutely um, terrifying in the first half in a good way. And then second half, that was kind of 
you did wonder why we kept giving the ball to Harrison when there's a perfectly good Rafinha on the other side. Mm. I think Rafinha was probably thinking the same thing. But but it might make um, him feel too sleepy if he has to if he has to do, do everything himself. So it, it does help to involve the other players sometimes. Yeah. On that on that right hand side as well. Are we saying now Stuart Dallas is back? Yeah. I thought it was great today. Yeah, yeah. When he was good. United United are back. Last That's game. how it felt to me. It felt like that was the thing that we recognised. That's what Bielsa said to the players. This is a lot more like your old selves, mm. how you play today. And I thought it was. I thought it was. Um, I've, I've come out of there feeling not relaxed, but comforted by what I've seen today. Just thinking, yeah, this is the leads that I recognise. This, this is the Premier League leads. And if we continue to do this, even though we will lose some games, we, we are doing all the right things and win, the wins and the sufficient points will come. I mean, we're 15th now. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Just one can... point behind uh, Brentford. Mm. And above Villa. I see. We're above Villa. Yes, managerless Villa. I mean, when you do... <laughs> It's kind of, I don't want to be a, this is what I've been saying for weeks, angle, but I felt it as particularly after Norwich and said it, you could see the clear difference between a team that is going down and Leeds United. And I've been feeling that all season that we've, like even at Newcastle, you saw how much better we were than Newcastle. I know that they've changed things with the ownership and stuff, but they're still not doing great. Um, and the longer they don't do great, the the better, better it is for us. us. Yeah. And, you know, and then Brentford and Villa are all, all falling apart and then Norwich just looks absolutely clueless and Watford being so terrible that they immediately have to get rid of um, whoever that guy was that was sitting in the dugout for a while. But Cisco, the, wasn't it? Song, the song. Next one. Yeah. song, man. But that difference has always been there between us and them. And that's why even if it is a pretty lousy season of uh, bobbing along 15th-ish and never feeling quite safe, we're too good to go down. It, it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what it, it is kind of what we were almost dreaming about upon coming up in the start of last season. We say, you just need to get to that point where even when you have a not great season, you finish like 14th and everyone goes, oh, it was a bit shit. But never mind. There's, there's always next year. Yeah, 14th would be fine. You don't want to be in yeah. that position where 14th is like your good year and then yeah. in a bad year. But, but we, we, don't, we don't want it to be 13th to 17th, do we? We want it to be Ninth to fourteen. I mean, ideally in the, in the top one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The top be. one would be nice. Yeah, top. One. And it's still there to be had, isn't it? I well, mean, top one. It, yeah, Liverpool are losing. <laughs> you tell me. Yeah. Well, I mean, Chelsea got twenty six points. We've got eleven. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, it seems like we, a, a we fair gap. We can catch them. Form, okay. and they haven't played us yet. Yeah, so there's two six so pointers there. Six points off them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what, what is that a gap of twelve we've closed already? I mean, West Ham have currently <laughs> got the same got the same points as Manchester City at the moment. So. West Ham are a, a deceptively good side, haven't they? Just become mm. a good, very effective side. Anyway, well, see, let's we not could, talk could, about them. Let's could, talk about how we could, we could have done that one as well. We're doing all right. Yeah, we're yeah. fine now. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, let's talk about, about VAR because that had a bearing on the outcome today. Great bunch um, of lads. I have to say, I hate the whole concept of VAR because it's destroyed everything I knew and loved from being a child, like the game being refereed by bad referees. But I really enjoyed that moment today when they <laughs> celebrated... And then, and, nice. then, and then there was just that little lull. You know, oh, they're checking it. And the referee's got his hand up saying, wait, it's been checked. These days as well, you know a check is, yeah. is it seems very likely that a check will be Upheld, uh, overturning, overturning yeah. a goal now. If it's a check for offside, you know that they, they kind of mean business this season. Whereas last year they were doing those really fine margins and you were never quite sure. Mm. Whereas, you know, this was a mile offside and I think I could very clearly see from the cop, I said... There was, don't, um, don't despair everyone that's offside I can what, clearly see what I like to do is like look at the reaction of the players to stuff like that and they were all fairly adamant he was offside I mean I would never have the confidence of that but I guess it's different when you're no down idea. there in the game but um, I was just again thinking my world was collapsing again this is it, this is it. it's over Fight. we've been found out again but actually no we haven't we're, we're great yeah and just, it uh, was offside yeah. I've just got um, Thomas Scaravi in my mind an offside check I don't know if he was often offside, but that's all my mind. I'm completely stuck. And also, um, Brendan Rogers is whinging on about um, the uh, they showed the wrong VAR image that it was after the ball has left Vardy's head. But well, actually, he says, that was the decision, and we have to respect that. Actually, as I when I was diving into the workings of VAR, they have three frames to pick from when it comes to picking offsides because obviously the speed of the game and the ball and stuff they can can't always be certain that the ball has been played. So they do have the right to go to the later frame um, if needs be. That is within their gift to do that. Um, so even if it did look like it had left his foot, they can't say for head. sure that, that the, whatever it was. Um, if foot, it was head, his same, foot, it would be an thing. incredible piece of uh, <laughs> overhead kick. Head kick. We're but, head kicks. But, but what, yeah, what I'm saying is that if we went back a frame and the ball hasn't left his foot, then they can't, you know, they, he hasn't touched it. They can't say for certain. So mm. screw him. We, it's good. And when we talk about we've not, uh, sort of pleaded our case for penalties too often and you think about well, the Dan James Newcastle ones and all the other ones and every foul that was given against Calvin Phillips today those things going for us is a is a good thing and um, I know it was offside but you could easily imagine it not having been given because we're leads and we have our kind of uh, um, it, that happens and that was kind of the only way we were going to lose I think is giving them a stupid goal from a, mm-hmm. a corner and then we did or Liam Cooper giving them a call. Fine. Well, those, there are, there those are a few options, happen, aren't they? But yeah, there's always there's always ways of scoring against. It would Leeds have been United. it would have been hugely unjust. And they only scored. Well, I mean, that's um, it's funny with us, isn't it? Like we were all absolutely panicking about Traore and Jimenez playing for Wolves, and how many did they score against us? One. It was one, and then uh, Vardy. He's good, isn't he? And um, who else is good? Harvey Barnes. I mean, he was good to be fair. Yeah. That, that was a really good finish. That was an outstanding finish. It was really it? annoying, wasn't it? Prick. But he only did it. Like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. He only did it <laughs> as soon once. As he scored. It's like, that's not fair, is it? It's not supposed to work. We've just scored. Let me at least really, enjoy it. Yeah. 60 seconds of pleasure. That's all I ever get in life, etc. Joe, you know. It was really spawny as well because it's the little flick header does completely take Dallas out of it. I'd maybe like to have seen Llorente just um, charge at him and maybe. Uh, 
clotheslining before he got into the penalty area, but instead he kind of did his hands behind the back kind of jockey thing. But I don't think anyone was expecting him to just go, I think... (laughs) Postage yeah. stamp top corner. That's oh, yeah. where I'll put this ball. Well, the XG on it was uh, it was four percent. Was that and it was seven percent on Rafinha's. So mm. I just looked overall. Actually, one point five six versus zero point eight XG. So, okay, so, we should have won. So we should have won by, enjoyed, by half uh, a goal or whatever. I enjoyed Rafinha's goal as part of the overall Casper Schmeichel thing. Mm. That was, yeah, that. We, let's talk about that. Have that you fool. It was basically the same as his goal at Newcastle, yeah. wasn't it? But not from open play. Mm. It, it, just it even had Rodrigo going. That's what I mean. No. <laughs> we did uh, talk in the run up to this in the Leicester preview talk about um, whether he would get a little bit of, a little bit of stick Casper and whether they would sing the song Your Dad's a Character mm-hmm. but you're alright you know a, a variation on that and that's exactly what happened they were singing Your Dad's a Character and so are you because in the run up to this we've heard more about his tremendously thin skin he, he, he came out in the second half and the cop was clapping the applause as, as we like, do yeah. And he did clap back, and then yeah, and then, then the, the yeah, mm. and then and then he did spit a big mouthful of water. Well, into that the is air. uncouth, isn't it? That's not to be. I th- hopefully, he'll face an FA he charge. Went, he went that. to a good school as well. Mm-hmm. He should know better than that. Mm. The, uh it was quite kind of funny, and I don't like. Let's be the bigger people here. That uh, the comments this morning <laughs> were all comments from like two years ago when he did that interview with Joe Hart, and it's just. Uh, what did he did he do this? Did he go? <laughs> Respect to whatever website it was that just decided to publish them all again this morning as if they were new <laughs> and really rile everybody up. But they're, um, uh, there's no, there's a, if you want to read something good about Casper uh, Schmeichel, then um, read his school report. Uh, that's probably the last time he, he did anything good. Here we go. There's um, by uh, Dave Guile in the, the new issue of the magazine. So, right, Schmeichel. What's that, right, Schmeichel? Wrong, wrong place, wrong place. Yeah, um, and, I it was great to him. He was, a, he was a decent keeper for us, wasn't he? Was he was good. Yeah, he was Which, fine. I mean, on reflection, it's, of course, football is all getting about... a million pounds for him looks ridiculously bad business. Bates, wasn't it? Oh, this as well, That's and uh, you know, football is all about rewriting history mm. um, where you want to. Uh, it, just going back to Urente, actually, yeah. when you mentioned him, he had a Cooperism early doors, didn't he? Or is it a Urenteism? Like very, right, was the, it was right from the kickoff. Bacon. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, do you know what? I, I was into the ground um, a little bit late from oh, bringing Mags back, it, so I think I probably wouldn't have, It wouldn't have done your health any good. That's the one I was talking about with ah. uh, making Melier. Get, oh, it's not sure he's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he's awake. Yeah, yeah I think um, as a as an opening 20-second contribution from Diego Llorente, passing to a through ball <laughs> to Luke um, Vardy is probably not Jamie Vardy. Luke even. Varney. Luke Varney. Oh, he's retired, hasn't he, as Luke Varney? Thank you joke. God. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think it's what anybody was looking for, but um, it did, you know, got the game off to an exciting start. While, uh, we're, on, while we're on Luke Varney, actually, mm. we need to discuss Jack mm. Harrison clearing one off the line in the so in the way that Luke Varney once famously did. Mm. He was so close. He was on the line. It, and it would have meant so much to him as well. I just, just, just looked, uh, that was a 61% probability was that goal. It the, bounced. Uh, well, it didn't bounce. He just bounced off his thigh by the looks of it from yeah, where I was. Yeah, it arrived at sort of knee height and so he didn't have any control over what he was doing and you'd hope. Leech, that you don't you just throw yourself at that like, it was, over it to smother it and just carry was, it in the net? He was too fit and so he tried yeah. to adjust his body to do something with it whereas someone with reactions like me, mm. it would have just slapped into my fat legs and dropped into the goal. Well, Lucy, actually on this, um, you and, and Jackie Harrison, Leeds United Barrier in the comments on the stream saying, can we get a sports psychologist for Jackie or maybe Michael can have a word? <laughs> So are you suggesting they should put on some weight? Put on, I mean... Lo- lose all your hope? Nah, I think I'm, for his overall game, I think that's probably the one occasion where um, being in my body would have would have helped him. Like <laughs> just the, flop on it. Like the chasing back 
to keep the ball in play yeah. a bit. That'd have been a, would you have that'd have been really problematic? What would you advise Jackie to do? Put it in a the goal there. Um, How? Yeah, whatever foot, leg, knee. He tried a knee, thigh. Tried, yeah, but a, a flatter hand. No, no, that be avoid disallowed. that. That'll be disallowed. Well, he right, needs okay. to watch some videos of Lee Chapman in his pump, doesn't he? Mm. That that would be a better than a Chap- sports psychologist. It is Chapman range, isn't it? That yeah, and it just he. Be, you're right about him kind of being too fit for it because he's arriving at full speed to get on the end of it and that means that he's he's running when the ball hits him whereas Chapman would just be kind of he'd have moved into position and just standing there and the ball would go in but um, I think Jackie just needs to keep doing what he's doing because I thought he was just go through it although it was frustrating um, overall today in terms of like the final ball and um, getting caught in possession a couple of times really he was fine. He's just kind of, he was digging through and doing all the work. And I think he's got sports psychologists coming out of his, um, I think he's got a Rolodex full of them already. So he, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to get better. Before we wrap it up, just some of the comments on the uh, the YouTube stream. Uh, Dan Green points out big improvements in passing and press. Uh, and he does question whether Rad is going to tweet the I told you so on for sure. And presumably, just wait for it. Yeah, it was, he, will. he yeah, should. Will. Let him, let was, him have it one. It was for sure based was the improvement. It was, having, wasn't it? Yeah. It was having, having, having somebody having, there to pass to. Yeah. yeah. Having midfield. There were so many moves where Forshaw was just a small part of it because he'd drop in and the centre-back would pass to him and he'd pass to a full-back and just creating different... Triangles. Yeah. Different angles for passes, which had not been there. So we've been going centre-back, 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 full-back, centre-back is all we've been doing so far this season. Whereas having someone doing that just made a huge difference. Totally mm-hmm. unglamorous, but you can just give him the ball. Yeah, yeah. and he does. The, he's the metronome, isn't he? Um, uh, word from, um, I think it's, uh, forgive my pronunciation, but I think it's Bossy Johansson uh, says, Yorente had a League One moment and you have to say, so did Liam. They did. We're fine. Have league, I'd have League One moments as long as it doesn't cost us. That's fine. Also says that shout out to Rodrigo today as well. Though, I yes. thought it was, was good. Good distribution. He does, he, he does sometimes just seem a tiny bit ponderous and uh, half a yard slower than the rest of them, but it also works an awful lot too and he looks like he's got that real um, just that little bit of quality in his thinking um, when he turns out of stuff. Yeah, I thought he was good today. I wish his finishing was just a bit better. Yeah, he can, sometimes... hit it, he can hit it dead hard which you would advise him to. Yeah, but they're a bit goalkeeper-y aren't they some of them? Mm. He's too nice. You think he apologises a lot to be a when bastard? he gets things wrong. Yeah, and when he hits the ball it's as if he doesn't want to hurt anybody. Like, you know, I hope this goes in but you know, if the goalkeeper tries to save it I hope he doesn't have to fall on the ground or anything. So it's he's just a little bit too not like Rafinha meek in those cases. Whereas yeah, Rafinha is just absolutely smacking it in. And <laughs> if this doesn't go, in, he'll, hopefully he'll... I'll, I'll take someone's face off in the crowd. Uh, before we do wrap it up, then just a word on the, the stuff that has uh, the, the churn, the managerial churn that has occurred this weekend. Um, Farker went after a win, which felt a little bizarre. If you haven't yet heard from him, he sent us an exclusive. Sent, sent you a, yeah. a voicemail, didn't he? Which, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and it said as it says on my phone, it says Daniel Farker. So it was definitely him. It was definitely me. Yeah. I, mean, he's, he's, I think he's having a bit of a mad one. So yeah. maybe for him in the week. Have a nice time. Maybe he pops up somewhere else. Does he go to yeah. Villa? Something like that. Be reunited with Emmy Buendia? Maybe Borough. Um, you have to say, what's happened with um, Villa is quite funny, really. In light of that tweet from, what's his name, Matt Law, that journalist who was outraged that Bielsa should be put forward as men's uh, FIFA coach of the year. The other year, well, it was a year ago, wasn't it? Mm. Um, and uh, the starlights of uh, Lampard and Dean Smith, who else was it? Chris Wilder, mm. all had better years than Bielsa last year. Why none of them? All three of them who got fired. I mean, Dean Smith basically only had one good year, hasn't he? Which mm. was last year because he got him up through the playoffs. But like that Villa squad cost an absolute fortune that he got promoted. So it wasn't a, a particularly great achievement. I know, he, I know, he did better than 
can't remember where he took over from. He did improve Villa, but not like he's not like he transformed, you know, someone who was, was Steve a, Bruce that he took over from. God, he might be right. Probably. Yeah. Uh, it was not like what he took someone world. from the bottom of the league on a low budget and got them up though. Then he should have got them relegated, but for VAR not being the well, the goal line technology not being switched on somewhere. Mm. And then he had a decent year last year and now it's kind of one thing that they've not done is that they've not progressed, have they? And you would have thought that in the way that when they sold Grealish for all that money and they have reinvested it in three good footballers, that just he just doesn't seem to be able to get a tune out of him, does he? He's just a bit He's a bit tedious, isn't he? I wouldn't want to work for him. I mean, I obviously, if you watch this... Who's the most if, tedious if, person you've worked for? Uh, let's not name them on here. That'd be a bit, um, that'd be a bit mean. Yeah, it was Steve Bruce you took over from, who had 102 <laughs> games. Before him was Roberto Di Matteo, who had 12 games. Remy Gard had 23. Tim Sherwood had 28. And then Paul Lambert, 115. So it's kind of... He was on uh, borrowed time in that respect but um, it's hilarious in um, and if you go back far enough David O'Leary mm. um, I find it hilarious that they've sold Grealish and had that brilliant plan data led which I don't think is Dean Smith of how they replaced him with three Who's players it, is it Christian Perslow is he an executive or is he a director of football or something, something like that but they've got they've done a, an analytical thing which I don't think you're necessarily involving Dean Smith if you're doing the analytics. Analytic I mean, Dean Smith, you, his muse was John Terry, wasn't it? So, yeah. you know, Christ, that's the level that he's operating So that's at. been the big move. Um, and then it's not worked. So who have they sacked Dean Smith? I'm not even sure it's any of it's his fault. I think you just kind of, as you said, you just get sick of having him around after a while. Um, the Farker one is hilarious because um, I've not seen it yet, but I, did, I was reading about the faces on Delia Smith and everybody when they were winning, having already decided to sack him. And then they've let him do his post-match mm. interview and all the celebrations. And even all the players, Timo Pukki doing a big interview going like, this just shows that Daniel Farker is the man to get this club out of trouble. And then they have to go in and go out. Actually, Actually we, uh, we decided before Daniel's the making his own way home. And that means now that that decision is the worst decision they could have made because now not only do they not have a manager, they've got a bunch of players there who thought they actually all really liked him and have all just said how much he liked him and then have been told he's gone. And so mm. they're yeah, all... they all say that? They're they're all don't they? They're not, they don't, rare you get a bad mouth in your manager unless yeah. you're at Man United when they said they didn't have any confidence. <laughs> I still, yeah, I still think it's, um, it's backfired on them quite beautifully in that respect. Right. Um, well, if they need... Um, to build, rebuild for the championship next year if they're kind of already assuming the down. Who's the best man for the job? Who Who's had eight promotions? Nine promotions, whatever he is. Yes. And it's a, it's a long way from Cornwall as well, which seems to be his... Uh, <laughs> is there a direct flight? That's the question. Um, probably. Probably would be. Right? Yeah, that's um, Colin's particular... And he as well, I love that he was... Uh, he likes farms, doesn't he? Told he's off before the match as well. And then his last act... And maybe that is the end of his managerial career, but his last act is getting. Uh, I think he got booked for arguing in like the in stoppage time. Which he would have done. He'd have done it on purpose as well, wouldn't he? Just to make it about him, just for the the, the final denouement. A one-one draw at the Hawthorns. I'm pretty sure they were away, and you'd get after one after how many games it was two thousand seven hundred eighty million mm. that he's managed. That's how he closes his out, getting told he's losing his job, and it was. Um, yeah, Pelts got booked. Johnny Alson got booked for time wasting for a throw in, and then he's arguing about um, what you're saying. Time is, it's glorious, isn't it? And it's it? just such a pointless. Perfect. Let's keep yeah. Bielsa. Is that what you're saying? Let's keep, let's keep Bielsa. Just to wrap it up, then. Um, thanks for being watching on the uh, the live stream. Thanks for your comments as well. Um, 
And if you're watching it after the event, hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you. Um, we're happy, aren't we? It feels like we're, we're a little bit more relaxed and a little happier. Welcome to my world. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> a little teller. You've got the benefit of replays. Living on, my wit, living on my wits there in the East End. <laughs> I've got, I completely <laughs> missed the, uh, the VAR thing. I wasn't looking at the telly. And then they suddenly um, everybody started cheering. I was like, What's oh, that? so I didn't see a replay of that for ages. So I had no idea what's going on. We've not talked great. about Tyler Roberts. He was good. Yeah, it was fine, wasn't he? Okay, great. We had to like we need to mention it, but no, it was good. Right, good. For like two minutes, he goes on. But yeah. right. uh, let's wrap it up there. Then we uh, we thank you for your company on this one. We'll return with what we got. We've got uh, propaganda. We'll come up with the feedback from Leicester fans and you lot. Let us know what you thought about our output here on this show. Um, there's a feedback form for TSP. Mainly talk about Leeds rather than us. Yeah. That's what I've been looking for. Yeah, attack Moscow is what we're saying. Attack Moscow. Um, actually, the algorithm might pick that up and take that as an. <laughs> threat of terrorism and war and Stalingrad <laughs> right we will, uh, we'll speak to you next week we've got the main weekly show as well coming up cheers we'll see you in a bit The Match Ball Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.